The Productive Woman, Episode 439. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to get stuff done when you just don't feel like it. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 439. This episode is brought to you by one of my favorite productivity tools and a longtime sponsor, Text Expander. Take your time back with the power of Text Expander. Repetitive typing, little mistakes, searching for answers, they all take precious time away from you when you're working. With Text Expander, you can take that time back. They're offering the Productive Woman listeners 20% off your purchase if you use my link, textexpander.com slash TPW, and enter the code TPW when you order. You don't need to waste time typing or cutting and pasting things you've already worded perfectly. Simply create a snippet that you save in Text Expander, and you'll never need to retype it again. Your snippets are saved to the cloud, so they're available on all your devices, whether Mac, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. Now, if you haven't heard about this before, a snippet is the text expander word for an abbreviation, basically, or a few keystrokes that you've chosen that will automatically expand into the text you've assigned to it. Personally, I have dozens of snippets for frequently used text, such as phone numbers, email addresses, my state bar numbers, all the way up to longer messages comprised of several formatted paragraphs with frequently shared information for clients, colleagues, and others. You can also create snippets that will automatically correct typos in words that you tend to misspell or just mistype. And Text Expander Statistics Reporting lets you see how much time you save using snippets for frequently used words, phrases, even whole messages with formatting and images in your emails, your instructions, your documents, anything you type on your computer, tablet, or smartphone. So with Text Expander, you can work faster and smarter. You can use their powerful shortcuts and abbreviations to streamline and speed up everything you type. You create these powerful snippets to save you time so that all you type is the short abbreviation and Text Expander does the rest of the typing for you. And if you work with a team, whether in your business or a a volunteer organization that you're part of, you can create efficiencies with that whole team, keeping the team communicating efficiently and with consistent language because you can share your snippets of messaging, signatures, and descriptions with everyone who works on projects with you. Visit textexpander.com slash TPW to learn more, and be sure to use my code TPW at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. Okay, so let's get into our main topic this week. I've been thinking a lot about how do you stay productive? How do you get things done when you just don't feel like doing them or feel like doing anything for that matter? Whether it's a project at work or school or home or uh, some sort of physical exertion like a workout or even something fun that we actually want to do, sometimes we just don't feel like doing a task. 
And there are lots of reasons why that might be the case. Maybe we feel overwhelmed. Maybe we feel intimidated. Maybe we're not feeling well or we're just tired, whatever it may be. Sometimes the answer is to take a break or to defer that task until later. And we've talked in past episodes about, you know, evaluating whether is this something I really want to do or should I just let it go and cross it off the list without doing it? But if that's not the case, if it's not an option to just take a break or defer the task, if it's something you really must do or really want to do, then the question becomes, how can we get past these obstacles we create for ourselves in our minds and get these things done even when we don't feel like doing them? This has been on my mind this week because, you know, one perfect example of this for me is I love doing this podcast. I've been doing it for a long time. I enjoy talking with you. I enjoy kind of putting the ideas together and and trying to come up with something that I think will be of interest to you and add value to your life. But some weeks I just don't feel like sitting down and doing the work to put an episode together. And so, you know, I have to figure out how to get things done when I'm not feeling like doing it. And that's kind of the inspiration for this episode as I thought about, all right, how can I make myself or get myself to do this thing that I want to do and it's time to do it. I don't feel like doing it. I'd rather do something else right now. And so I did some thinking about it and I did some research about it. And you'll find links in the show notes for this episode for a few articles that I found where people talk about this. Obviously, this is not a a unique issue for me. And I did find after I'd kind of brainstormed my ideas of how to get myself going, I found that a lot of people have written about this. And so I'll share a few links with you in the show notes. So where do we start? Well, for me, it always starts with managing our mind. And so that's the first step. Thinking about why I don't want to do this, why I don't feel like doing whatever it is right now, and kind of managing my thinking around it. So what this might look like is, first of all, reminding yourself why you want to do it. Why does this task Uh, merit your attention right now? How does it fit into your goals or your vision for your life? What benefit will you or someone else gain by doing it? Reminding ourselves of our why often can help us push past whatever is uh, causing the resistance that keeps us from taking action. On the other hand, remind ourselves of the consequences if we don't do it. If it's a work task, you know, am I going to get in trouble with my boss or with a client if I don't get this done? What's going to happen if I keep postponing this indefinitely? And as part of all of this, managing our mind, for me, what I have to do is remind myself that nothing is fun all the time. Even the things we enjoy have their difficult or their tedious parts. And sometimes we just have to push through. That's part of being an adult, isn't it? To to recognize that it doesn't have to be fun all the time. We Sometimes we just do it because it needs to be done, because of whatever the why is that we had it on our to-do list in the first place. I have shared before a, a saying that has gotten me through a lot of things, and that is, I don't have to like it, I just have to do it. And that's really true. 
And I'm not suggesting that life should just be tedium all the time, but we're talking about a scenario here in which there's something you need or or actually want to do for whatever reason, and you're not feeling it right now. And so for me, just that mantra of, I don't have to like it, I just have to do it, has gotten me started and gotten me through many of those kinds of situations. Because remember, this resistance we're talking about, this I just don't feel like it right now, kind of whatever's causing that feeling, that applies to things we actually want to do too. So to accomplish anything or even just to get the satisfaction of doing something we want to do, sometimes we just have to push past that resistance and start and know that it's not going to feel fun at the beginning. And a big part of managing our mind around this situation is changing the story we tell ourselves about it. And what I mean by that is we can get ourselves kind of in a a negative place thinking about, I have to do this. I have to get this thing done. Whether it's a work thing or a hobby or a home thing, whatever it might be, when we find ourselves thinking of it in terms of, I have to get this done. Uh, if we can change that to, I get to do this. And that's something I need to do uh, periodically. Even as I said, I enjoy doing this podcast, but sometimes I don't feel like it. I'd rather be doing something else. And I can find myself getting into the mindset of, oh, I've got to, I have to go get this done. But I don't have to. Nobody forces me to do this. Uh, and to remind ourselves always that we do have a choice, even in a work scenario, we have a choice. We don't have to do anything. We might not like the consequences of some of the options in front of us, but it's still our choice when we sit down to do something that is required of us or that we have decided that we need or want to do, reminding ourselves that I chose to do this. I chose this job. I chose this relationship. I chose this home. I chose this hobby, and it's my choice to do this or not because I've chosen to prefer one set of consequences over another. And so changing that story we tell ourselves can make a difference because the words we choose to speak in our heads matter to us. So changing that to, I get to do this. I get to go sit down and record a podcast today. I get to draft this document for a client because I am fortunate to have a client who called and wants my help. I get to make breakfast for my family members because I have a family. Whatever the the story is, thinking of it in those positive terms and remembering that we have a choice always. So managing our mind is always going to be the first place to go when we're in a situation where there's something we need or want to do and we just don't feel like it. And again, remember we're talking here about that kind of scenario that we want to get past whatever's kind of blocking us and get the thing done. Another thing we can do is set a deadline for ourselves if there's not already one there. And by that, I mean maybe two deadlines, a deadline to get started. Maybe it's, I'm not going to start it now. I'm going to start it an hour from now or tomorrow or on Tuesday or whatever it is, make a decision that I am going to get started on this project uh, at a specific time. And then also 
set a deadline for when I will have it completed. And when it comes to setting that deadline, especially the start deadline, one thing that uh, several resources I looked at recommended is that if it's a difficult task, uh, whether it's difficult physically or difficult mentally or emotionally, maybe plan to do it first thing when your willpower is the strongest. There's a lot of uh, writing about the fact that willpower is kind of a finite resource and our our willpower dissipates over the course of a day. So if we put off this thing that we just don't feel like doing for whatever reason we don't feel like doing it until later in the day when our willpower is kind of used up on other things, it makes it harder and more likely that we're going to you know, defer it and procrastinate again. So maybe when we set that deadline to say, I'm going to do it first thing tomorrow morning and keep that promise to yourself. A third thing we can do sometimes to get ourselves moving is to change our location because sometimes a change of scenery can inspire an action. So it kind of depends on what the thing is that we want to do that we're you know, not feeling it and therefore kind of procrastinating on it. Changing our location can help. So maybe if you have the opportunity to whatever it is you're going to do, take it outside, go work outside if the weather is nice. Uh, or if you're at work and maybe there's some work project you need to do that you're not feeling it, it, maybe you need to get out of your office and take this to a conference room or some other unoccupied space in your workplace and work on it there. Take your materials and, uh, you know, where you're going to see something different, hear something different, and maybe have fewer interruptions because you're not in the space where people expect to find you. So sometimes changing our location can help change how we feel about it. And that might be that maybe you can't take the project or the task to work on it, say outside, but maybe just get up and take a walk for five minutes outside, walk around your building or around your home, you know, outside in your yard or wherever you might be, and then come back in. And that may have been just what it would take to kind of refresh your thinking, refresh your body and get you feeling the motivation again. The fourth thing that we can do that can help us get things done when we just don't feel like it is to eliminate as many distractions as possible. When you have reached that deadline, that that start point that you set for yourself, before you get there, put away your phone, turn off the TV, disconnect from the internet. Chris Bailey, an author who has written a lot about productivity, notes in a blog post on his website that research has shown that about half of our time on the internet is spent procrastinating. And he says, and when you're not in the right mindset to work, that number can go through the roof. Disconnecting from the internet, he says, even for just an hour or two, will help you hunker down, waste less time, and become more productive when you just don't feel like it. And that's so absolutely true. It's easy when we just, we're not in the mood to do a thing or whatever conscious or unconscious thing has us just not feeling like doing it, it's easy to sort of divert our attention to scrolling through the the internet or flipping through social media on our phones or watching something silly on TV. So start by removing all of that for a period of time so there's not that pull of your attention away from the task that you've decided to do. 
And again, when you have reached that time to start this task, whatever it might be, before you get there, use the restroom, have something to eat, get a drink of water, all those sort of, take care of those needs, thus eliminating excuses that might interrupt your work once you actually sit down to begin. And clear out your workspace, removing anything that might draw your attention away from the task at hand. Now, it's important, I think, to not let that clearing of the workspace turn into its own diversion uh, by saying, oh, I'm going to reorganize my desktop and my desk drawers instead of doing the task that you have set for yourself. Instead of that, just take everything off your, your desktop or your workspace, put it in a box and stick that box in a closet or somewhere out of sight. You can organize it later after this important task is done. But the point here is to clear away anything that might pull your attention away from what you have decided you're going to do. And don't let less important tasks pull you away. So keep a notepad handy to jot down a reminder. It, it seems like every time I sit down to work on certain types of tasks, all of a sudden my mind goes crazy with all the other things that I need to do. And it's easy when you're resisting doing a task because you don't feel like it at the time to jump up and go do those other things. But instead of doing that, you've made a decision that at this time, you know, 8.30 on Tuesday morning, you're going to work on whatever this thing is that you've been putting off. So have a notepad handy so that when those other ideas of everything else in the world that you need to do, whether it's cleaning the toilets or calling someone or paying a bill or whatever, you'll just jot a quick note and go right back to work. You're not going to get up and let those other things draw you away from what you've decided is the most important thing you're going to do right now. Uh, the fifth thing that we can do to help us get things done when we don't feel like it is to create our own incentive. I mean, we've done the thought work. We've done the mind work of reminding ourselves why this task is important to us, what benefit we're going to get out of it or or you know, what good it is for our organization and for other people. We've reminded ourselves of the consequences of if I don't get this done, uh, we've made a decision that this is something I choose to do. I want to do it for all those reasons. We've set ourselves up to do it. Um, but sometimes we need to uh, create an incentive or set up a reward for it, something we'll enjoy after completing the task. And that can be anything from I'm going to have a really good cup of coffee after I get this thing done, or I'll spend, you know, 15 minutes or 30 minutes watching my favorite show or reading a, a couple chapters from a book I'm really enjoying. Maybe it's just going to be I'm going to have a chat with a friend, which is a great incentive for an extrovert who needs to complete a solitary task that they, you know, have been putting off. Sometimes the reward can be applied during the task or the incentive. For instance, I have certain shows that I watch when I'm on the treadmill as an incentive to actually work out because I almost never feel like working out. I like having worked out. I like having done it, but it's one of the hardest things for me to get myself to do because I don't enjoy the, the activity. I don't like sweating. I don't like breathing hard. And so I have to come up with incentives for myself to, to get up there and get started. One article that I read called Seven Ways to Get Things Done When You Don't Feel Like It, 
and I will link this along with a couple of other good articles in the show notes for this episode. Uh, But in this particular article, the writer recommends a few different ways to incentivize ourselves to work toward our goals, to do the tasks that are important to us. One of his recommendations is a website called Stick, S-T-I-K-K, which I'll also link to in the show notes because it looks kind of interesting. Stick is a, a website that provides incentive and accountability by letting you set up what he ref- they refer to as a commitment contract in which you basically you put money at risk you commit a certain amount of money you i think you deposit it with them you state what your goal is and you choose what will happen to your money if you don't achieve this goal you know accomplish this task whatever it is that you've set up in there you create a contract with yourself at, on this website and so you decide how much money you're going to put at risk and what will happen to it. And a lot of people, apparently, the way they really incentivize themselves to keep working on it is uh, that if they don't accomplish it by whatever deadline they've set for themselves, it'll go to a person they don't like or be donated to a charity or a cause that they don't support, something maybe that they find abhorrent. I just find that interesting how that can be kind of a an incentive to keep going just so that your money doesn't go to this place that you wouldn't voluntarily hand money to. So the article has some other ideas for incentives like creating a little bit of a competition with a friend or a family member. I've mentioned before, I know some writers who will post on Facebook, all right, let's do a writing sprint for the next hour, see how many words you can get. And at the end of the hour, whoever's joining in on this sort of challenge then reports back how many words they got written. Another way to incentivize yourself is to set a timer and say, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to see how much of this I can get done in 30 minutes or whatever time you decide. So there are lots of ways to incentivize ourselves to sort of gamify what we're doing uh, and make it more a little more fun and make us feel a little more like doing it because it just creates some interest perhaps. And finally, the sixth thing that's important to think about in getting things done when you don't feel like it is to just start. Uh, Don't wait to feel like it before you start. There are studies that, that are cited in a couple of the articles that I've linked to in the show notes that show that if we start despite a lack of motivation, the feelings will come, the motivation will come if we just get past that mental resistance and get started. So find the easiest way in. That's always my recommendation when you've got something that needs to get done that you're feeling resistance toward for whatever reason. Uh, Maybe you can't identify exactly what the resistance is other than just you recognize that I just don't feel like doing it right now but you decided to do it. That's what we've just been talking about for the last 20 minutes or so. And so break it down into its tiniest components and tell yourself you're going to just spend 15 minutes doing one or two of the easiest components. Find the easiest way into the task. For me, sometimes the easiest way to start is to get ready. So gather the materials, the equipment, et cetera, And you can tell yourself, I'm not going to do it yet. I'm just going to set up for it. Because 
by having everything set up and ready to go, you've eliminated one element of of the resistance that keeps you from starting. It's It becomes too easy to not start. And so if you need to draft a document, a letter or some other document for your work or for a personal reason, maybe you open the Word document, set up the margins and the page numbering and all that sort of thing. Maybe even put your, you know, the address at the top if it's a letter. If it's a cleaning or repair project, get the tools out uh, and get them set up so that they're right there at hand and you don't have to spend any of your work time looking for them. If it's a phone call that you need to make, but you've kind of dreaded it or you just you don't feel like talking to the person or for whatever reason, uh, you can get yourself ready by looking up the number and writing it down and putting it right there by your phone. So you've got no reason not to start. For me, when I am getting myself ready to record a podcast episode, I will, you know, get my recording gear out and set it up on my desk so that all I have to do is sit down and push start. And I will say kind of as a side note, it's actually not the recording that I sometimes don't feel like doing. It's the planning of it. For, you know, if I'm just maybe I'm tired from a long work week and uh, I just don't feel like thinking that hard. And so what I'll do to get myself started is I'll open up the um, the Google Doc that I have a template set up in uh, for episode notes and episode outlines. And I'll open it up and I'll put the episode number and, uh, you know, whoever the sponsor is. I'll fill in everything I can kind of fill in without having to think and then it's sitting there on my computer screen ready for me to sit down and start working on it. And I'll tell myself, I'm just going to brainstorm some ideas around this topic and I'll scribble them down somewhere and then I'll start to type them in. The point is, whatever your task is, finding the easiest way in can help you get started. And sometimes that's just getting it set up, things set up and ready to go so that when you sit down to do the task, it's easy to get started. So those are some of my thoughts on what we can do to get things done when we just don't feel like it. We manage our minds, remind ourselves of our why and of the consequences uh, if we don't do it. Remember that nothing's fun all the time and change the story we tell ourselves about it. I get to do this rather than I have to. This is my choice. Uh, set a deadline for ourselves to start, change our location, either to do the task or go for a walk to kind of get some fresh air and rejuvenate our thinking, eliminate those distractions, create an incentive, and then just start. Those are my thoughts on this topic. I wonder, is there something you need or want to do, but you haven't done yet because you just don't feel like it? And my question for you is, how and when will you get it done? And does one of these ideas that I've talked about help? Or is there something else you do to help yourself get things done when you just don't feel like it? I would love it if you would share those because we all have those times, don't we? When we just don't feel like doing the things that we need to, or even that we want to do. I'd love it if you would share your ideas or your questions about this topic. You can do that in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 439. 
And again, you'll also find links to a few articles that have some inspiration and some ideas about this topic as well. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. And I do check that to uh, respond if you comment there. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's also a great place to continue this kind of conversation and maybe to find an accountability partner that will uh, work with you. That Maybe you find someone that she's got something she wants to do that she doesn't feel like doing and you can encourage and inspire each other to go for it. If you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to hear from you. Remember that for listeners of this podcast, Text Expander is offering 20% off your purchase of this really outstanding productivity tool. It's one I wouldn't wouldn't work on a computer or a device that didn't have it because I use it so much every day. Visit textexpander.com slash TPW to learn more and use my code TPW at checkout to get that 20% off your purchase. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I don't take it for granted, and I appreciate you so much. I hope you found something in this episode that that helps you, that inspires you, that gives you an idea. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And go make your life matter.